When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Yep. What's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 113 for Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel, New Orleans, USA. Yeah, Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey, USA, episode 113. Lucky numbers there, Steve. 113, I like it. Are they lucky? How are they lucky? Well, 11's a lucky number for me, always has been, and, you know, people think it is. 13's a lucky number for me, and 3's a lucky number for me. All right. Well, 73's another lucky number for me. I have a lot of lucky numbers, Steve. You know, I'm just a lucky guy. That's, that's rub off some of your luck on me, because I could use it. Coming at you through the airways, brother. Yes. Like I tell people when I say, how you doing? They say, oh, man, I'm tired. I said, tired is a state of mind. Uh, Yeah, sometimes you it's know. a state of body. Yeah, you know depends if you've been up for 40 hours it might be state of body but if you just you know yeah. had a restless night's sleep your cat woke you up or there was something that kept you from snoozing you didn't have a restful sleep in eight hours and you say oh man i'm so tired today that damn cat that damn so cat always waking me up good luck bad luck you know it's all perception right um all right so wow lot to talk about um from the previous week which i yeah talked oh, about yeah. last week that was coming up um, oh, hang on. On this special Wednesday night edition of the Wisdom Hour. Yes. There you go. Um, so, uh, where do I start? I'm going to go chronologically. Wednesday, yes. one week ago today, at this time, at this very time, we were experiencing Hurricane Zeta here in New Orleans. And. Uh, it was a category two and, and for me being here 10 years now, that was my second hurricane, which isn't too bad considering 10 years and considering how many hurricanes hit Louisiana this season, that was the first one that hit us here in New Orleans. Um, and it was, uh, it was a doozy, man. It was, it was a fierce storm and, uh, it, it fortunately for us, it was a fast mover. Yeah. So we didn't have really water issues, but it was uh, because it was a fast mover and it was a category two. We had some wind issues, big time. Uh, I mean, I, I I stepped outside for a little bit on my little patio while the storm was going, and I I did a little Facebook live and uh, just seeing the 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 wind whipping the trees around. There were branches falling all over the place. Um. And uh, a lot that that I could see right in front of like my outside in the in the parking lot area, and uh, 
Unfortunately, none at the time fell in my in my little patio area. I, I did find one. I did find a bunch of branches the next day that fell, and and some big, really tree limbs that fell near it. But it really caused some serious destruction, dude. It. it I drove around town the next day just to see, and there were branches everywhere. There were uh, telephone poles leaning or down. There were wires down. There were trees, entire trees, up completely uprooted out of the ground. Like, I'd never seen anything like that before. Like, just wind. Just Yeah, yeah, wind, wind mega, dude. Pulled, just pulled trees right out of the ground. Yeah, like did nothing. Um, yeah, and we lost power, obviously, which I didn't end up getting back until Saturday night. So I was, I had three Halloween. Yeah, so I had three nights without power, three days nights without power. But uh, you had no damage, and you didn't get injured. Correct, and my car did not get suffer any damage too, which I was fortunate because I saw some even in this this part, complex here. I saw some trees that fell right on cars. Right. So see, Steve, that's three things already that you've had good luck that's since right. we last spoke. That's right. It's all Please a matter. Of, it's all a matter of perspective, right? Yeah, yes, right. you've had good, very good luck. You didn't get injured. Nothing flew through any windows in your residence, and your car did not sustain any damage amongst all the carnage around you. That is, my friend, is good luck. That's true. And uh, it, I, the the worst thing that happened out of it was that I had uh, a lot of food that I had to to discard. Because I didn't have refrigeration for several days, and so my food went bad. But I didn't really have that all that much food, and like dollars wise, it really wasn't that much that I lost. So, so I guess I was lucky in that respect as well. Second good luck thing, and you probably lost a little weight because you weren't eating all that fattening food. <laughs> so that's the third thing that we've already just, you know, identified that you're very lucky with. Yes. So continue. Ch- chunks here, and he said, and I didn't get arrested, but I didn't get to that part of it yet. Um. So yeah. Um. So as, as I was saying last week, we were we were set to play for Halloween weekend, which um. I had no idea how we were going to do because the local ordinance right now is uh, that they you can't have bands with uh, singing and trumpet and, and wind blown instruments. Wind blown instruments, right? So, uh, so that, hang on, you're supposed to play Friday and Saturday, correct? Friday and Saturday, and and one of the concerns obviously was the power because uh, you know because of the hurricane. But apparently, in the French Quarter, they never really lost power, so. That wasn't an issue. Um, so I went in Friday. I went in super early. Uh, we were supposed to start at 6, and I went in around 3, 3.30. Because um, I really want. I, I didn't know what the scene was going to be like there. I didn't know for Halloween weekend if they were going to have streets close off or, or, or whatever. And, and I hadn't really been hung out in the quarter for seven months now. So I really wanted to just... Get in early, try to get everything situated, and then kind of walk around and just see what's going on. Um, and uh, I ended up getting a good parking spot and brought my stuff in and talked to some of the staff. Like the bartender went up and said hello, and I said, so so we're really doing this, huh? And she's like, yeah. And she was just as in the dark as I was about how how we were able to be doing this. 
Um, and then I talked to some of the door, talked to some of the door guys, and they were same deal. They just were like, I don't know, man. So, uh, got everything set up. Um, so wait, so consensus was it was just everyone got the call like, hey, game on. See you Friday and Saturday. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, no explanation. Just let's go. We're gonna be open. You're expected to play. Be there. Right. And you know, Johnny, you're supposed to be working the door, so I'll see you there. And Cindy, you're at the bar, so I'll see you there. Right. Good guess okay. on the names, but not correct. But close. No, I figured not even close. No. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, I got everything set up pretty early. Uh. I, I, the, it was kind of a, a mess. The the. I mean, it was basically how we left it, but it was still like some of the cables were unplugged and stuff. Uh, um, the snake is set up on the stage right behind me. It's sort of sunken in on stage left. Um, and as we were, as everybody got in and we started setting things up, I had to kind of go in there and, and replug things in. Fortunately, somehow I remembered my lines, like what line my vocal was and what line my di was for my base like i i for some reason i have this memory with numbers i just another lucky thing numbers. that's happened to you <laughs> see i wouldn't even have thought that but you're right that's true and and i also remembered kind of everybody else's sort of setup and so i i kind of set up the snake <laughs> spread the good luck to everyone because probably none of them remembered. So you no, just said, yeah, they you just took your good luck and just spread it out to them. So that's even that's better. Right. You are now, you know, the bearer of good luck. Yes, they did not remember it. <laughs> you all. are a super spreader. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the and you know early on in the club, the DJ was playing. They're playing music, and there were a decent amount of people in there. A couple I saw, you know, with a mask on, but costumes a lot because it was the day before Halloween and I mean already being there for like an hour I, there were enough people in there where it was like alright we're breaking the law here we're, we're above capacity um, and no one has masks on I, one or two maybe people did but out of, out of how many a hundred for the most part not not a hundred no, it was like maybe 30 people um, but, but yeah I mean masks were basically yeah for the most part not being worn um, and, uh, so we, we determined uh, the, the, the manager guy who, who runs, uh, like six or seven of the clubs for this one company that we work for. Um, and were they all open? All seven of them? No, only, uh, oh. only us and two others that I was aware of. Um, okay. but we were trying to get in touch with him because we're, we're all set up on stage. We're ready to go. And we're waiting for a sound man, and we're trying to get in touch with him. And then it, eventually, we determined that we we don't have a sound man. He so didn't get the memo. We uh, well, there's just no sound man. Just okay, that it, that's it. There's no sound man. So, okay. uh, so we ended up between me and Brent, the drummer. We we did the sound. We we set everything up. It took a while to kind of tweak everything. So we ended up starting a little bit late. Um, Lucky but, you guys know how to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, you know, it's relatively easy, if you know. Could anyone else in the band have done it? Um, if know. you didn't know how to do it and Brent didn't know how to do it, who would do it? Uh, I don't know. Right. So again, another lucky thing. I'm glad you're keeping track of this. Because, um, yeah, I mean, 
listen, you said you needed me to bring, give you good luck. So that's what I'm doing. Yes, you are. I like it. Keep going. Um, and I, it was also, we figured out that there was no manager of the club for the night, so, which was very strange. <laughs> like, like nobody's there. It's like the band and the bar tenders and the door guy are all there, but no one nope. in authority is, is available. So when the police do come, it's like, I don't know, no one's here. <laughs> Correct. And, which is weird because you need somebody to like count the tills and, and you know, do all that stuff. And, and, you know, tell us, like, all right, guys, go and break now or whatever. And there's just nobody. There's no manager. So um, so you do whatever you want. Right. But now prior to coming in, so once we determine all this stuff, we're ready to, basically ready to play. We're kind of dialing the sound in. <laughs> now it's 1030. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't too late. It was like. like uh, bands, bands coming on soon, folks. Keep drinking. <laughs> right. Uh, it was a little, we were supposed to start at six. I was a little after six, maybe a quarter after. So this guy comes in, this manager guy, and he's he's holding with him. He's got a box of shower curtain liners. <laughs> you know the clear ones, just the the shower curtain liner that's just clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> As he's walking in, like, how am I going to hang this thing? Right. Exactly, and I knew that. What's he? He's, he's hanging in front of the band, like making like a shower curtain barrier. Yeah, yeah, that was his. And I knew that's what he was doing because I had walked down to one of the other clubs, the famous store, earlier, and that's exactly what they had. They had shower curtain friggin' liners hanging from the ceiling in front of the band at the the rim of the stage. In between the crowd. She was American girl. Excuse me, guys. Let me get over here for a second. I gotta hang this curtain in front of you. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think you would do that? Like at four o'clock if the band's coming out at six? Uh, yeah, ridiculous. I mean, just n- no, and not a surprise considering this operation, the way it's run in the past. Yeah, but, but that's still, just like, come on, yeah, just still like, come on. Um, but so he's looking up at the ceiling and I, and I don't hear what he's saying. He's talking to Tracy and he, he, it was obvious that he determined like, okay, this isn't going to work. So he t- tells Tracy <laughs> to hold it up in front of each one of you, which he's not saying. Right. No, that's funny. But... <laughs> Take this curtain and when you get a chance every once in a while, hold it up in front of whoever's playing next to you, close vicinity to you. Or hold it up in front of you while you sing, out in front of you right, with your arms right. outstretched, like Superman for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, another lucky thing that has occurred where you guys weren't asked to do that. Right. We're up to those like seven now. So, once he <laughs> determined that, that that was not a viable option, he said to Tracy, "Grab, let's grab the drum shield. <laughs> right, and bring it out front. There's so a drum shield, right? Because there was no drum off the stage. Yeah, there was no drum shield on stage, but there was a drum shield that that we used to use there on stage back a, a long time ago when there was issues with the sound. Um, and this thing, dude, it, like we, we <laughs> it's, it's like it's like five feet tall and maybe like eight feet wide. When you're craving church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. And that's why we call it a classic. 
Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. When you're craving Church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. And that's why we call it a classic. Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. Yeah, well, there's, it's it's in pieces. It's in, in yeah. like separate pieces, and probably about you know four or five different separate pieces, and cracked and freaking filthy, disgusting, dirty. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever never been cleaned. cleaned. Never been cleaned. So we start putting it up, and you can't see anything. <laughs> like driving a car with the part, the frosters broken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like dirt and funk, and 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 some parts of them are parts of the drum shields are cracked, and there's like tape on, it. and just just and so Brent sees this and immediately takes action. He's like, "I'm going to run to the store and get some Windex right now because we can't. This is no good." So there's fortunately right down the corner. There's like this supermarket thing, so he goes down and and he then he comes back with Windex and. But while this whole thing's going on, hang on a second, not to interrupt you, but I'm going to. So you guys are playing. The dude walks in. No, has no, no, a no, we, no. We didn't play yet. We were, we were. Oh, you we, hadn't played yet. We okay. were just still like <laughs> doing the sound check and trying to get everything. Yeah, they'll be right back, folks. We just gotta take care of this real quick. Mm. Mm. No, the DJ was okay. still playing. We we weren't playing. Yet. So he's he's back with Windex. He comes back with Windex, and then all of us are starting. Like all everybody in the band, we're we're cleaning, trying to clean him, and also trying to tape him. Tape them to the the uh, the front of the stage because they were they're flimsy and they, and they don't stand really stand up well on their own. You, right. you know how it is with the drum shield. You have like you have to kind of bend them or or, or there's a hinge. You know where, where yeah so, correct I mean, so it's that, a ninety degree corner and it right. gets self support exactly. Uh, so in the front of the stage we don't have that. Uh, we're not doing a ninety degree. We're putting them flat. So th- they're leaning on this bar in front of the stage. And then we were grabbing duct tape and trying to tape them to the bar and, and cleaning and the, the cleaning, I mean, was half ass, you know, I mean, we did as good as we could because we're trying to hurry up and do this and start playing. Yeah, right. So they were still pretty smudgy when, when we finally got them up and started. Um, and how how far across the front of the stage was it up against it was, the railing? It was ridiculous because it really didn't do anything. Because I, I, I had like two two of the uh, uh, panels, I would say, in front of me, and then there were two. There was one more, and then there was a space where Tracy was, the lead singer, at about you know half a foot wide, and then two more in front of the guitar player, and that was it. So. To my immediate left and to stage immediate right, there was nothing. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, I mean there weren't really people over there either, but still there was nothing. But but again, there's cracks in these things, and yeah, I, I mean as far as protecting us from any sort of COVID or protecting anybody else from us. Yeah, I forget it, dude. It, it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything. It's <laughs> it, it was just for show, I think. Um, but during the course of the night, so we started playing, and, and uh, people were coming in, and we started getting a pretty good room. We were having fun. The band sounded great. Um, and at one point during the night, I don't know how it happened. I don't know if somebody knocked into it or just just decided to, to give. But the, the two panels in front of me just fell right towards me mid-song, knocked over my mic stand, completely 
towards me, knocked over the drink I had on, on the on the drum riser and just bashed me in, in the hands, you know. And and I was like, I mean, I didn't miss a beat, obviously, because I'm a pro. But of course, another lucky another thing lucky. for the crowd that that happened. <laughs> right. But once the song was over, I just like took one. I took one of the panels and leaned it back up, and I took the the other panel that was to the left of that and just kicked it off the stage. I'm like, because there was no way I was putting it back up and taping it and everything. I'm like, screw this. No, I'm lucky for you, you didn't get hurt or cut. Right, and and my mic didn't get damaged, so I picked everything up and I cleaned up the drink that spilled, which annoyed me. But, um, but uh, you know, we, we we started at six. We we ended up playing five sets, so we were. We had a really good room, packed, pretty packed room, and we ended up finishing at ten thirty, even though we were supposed to wait till ten. Uh, we took one break during the course of that night, and it was about a 15, and no interruptions, break. no cops, no nothing, no nothing, nothing, and, and we didn't even see any cops outside or anything. Um, there was a shooting that night, uh, that afternoon, about an hour or so before we started. Uh, like a cop got shot about two two and a half blocks away from us. So I think they were preoccupied with that. Um, wow. But, uh, yeah, and, yeah, packed room, no masks, Most a lot of people in costumes. Um, the, the, the staff was wearing masks, the, the bartenders and the doormen, uh, but the patrons, not so much. Um, so, wow. yeah, so, yeah, wow, indeed. We got through the night uh, without really, uh, except for what I mentioned, without really any incident. Um. And I was shocked that uh, that all that happened. And uh, but uh, and it was to play again on that stage with that band, those songs, and especially after you know the shit with my arm, breaking my arm, very surreal, man. But almost it felt it just felt right too. It just felt like it felt like yeah. we hadn't missed a beat, really. Right. Um. Which was cool, and, and and I didn't really like. I had no issues with with any pain as far as playing. I had no issues with uh, remembering material. None, nothing. I, I was just. It all just came back to me without having to think about it. And the luck just keeps on pouring in. <laughs> I would. I don't know if I would call that luck, man. I would call that. Uh, well, no, I don't mean about your abilities to remember things and play, but I'm saying like lucky like you had no pain no residual bullshit with your elbow you know what i mean you're able to function as normal yes yeah. you're not very fortunate that's great yeah fortunate i don't i don't know if i would put that under luck category but fortunate yeah um so then the plan was uh halloween saturday to, to do the same thing right and uh there were no other bands during the day so we left everything set up as it was and i again came in early uh, a couple hours early, I, I was there by like four o'clock when we were supposed to start at six, and you know now at this point I've already think, everything already set up, and I don't we don't have to do any more sound check anything we we left the board as it was, uh, all we had to do was unmute the channels and you know good to go basically, uh, right. So what I did when I got there early was I super cleaned those drum shields like I went and took every yeah, panel. Yeah. Laid every panel and cleaned each side twice, um, and made them as clean as they could have been. So you could actually really see through them well. Sure. 
and then I kind of I retaped some of some of them and and, and set them up so they wouldn't fall, and uh, and I was happy to do that. I was happy to to I was the first one there, and I was happy to get that all set up for everybody. Um, and uh, it was Halloween, so I dressed up in costume, and it turned out to be I turned out to be the only one in the band that did. Really. Real. No one else dressed up in costume. Nobody else did. Shame on your band. Yeah, I agree. I was very disappointed. I, I think it's your responsibility as the entertainer for a, a holiday like Halloween to set an example and dress. Absolutely. Dude. We played several gigs, you and I, together Halloween, and we got yeah. dressed up. Hmm. So I had a bunch of different options for costume, and I, I, chose, I went with one that was easy that I've, I've done before. And it was Clark Kent. I have the, uh, the Superman shirt, and then I put a dress shirt over it and kind of open so you can see the S. And right. A, and a tie dra- draped around as if I had a tie on it and was took it off. Uh, a hat, like a, a reporter's hat, and glasses with the lens popped out. So it looked like I had Clark Kent glasses. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, good costume. It, it works. Everybody knows what it is. And it's it's easy to play. With that kind of costume, there's no... Sure, right. No mask or obstructions. No encumbrance. No heavy jackets or things of that nature. Correct. And I pretty much always sing Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. If I go crazy, will you still call me Superman? Is the chorus. Ah, there you go. So, yeah, yeah. Ties into the whole thing. So, see, I think these things through, man. That's why... uh, that's why I have Cover Band Central. <laughs> I guess. That's right. <laughs> to share these great, brilliant ideas that yeah. people should be thinking about, but they're not. Right. And uh, so, but we, so we did two sets, which we do 45 minutes is a set. We did two in a row, so it's an hour and a half. So we did six to 7.30, took a half hour break, and then came, or, or I'm sorry, 15 minute break, and came back on 7.45, 8.30, uh, the manager guy comes in, comes to the front of the stage, and he, he's doing this cut signal to his neck and uh, told us to stop. And we, I saw, I looked outside, and I saw kind of a line of cops just standing there, and they shut us down. They shut the club down. They, the band gone, everybody out, 8.30. Wow. So we ended up doing three sets. 8.30, we got shut down on Halloween. And you started at 6? Six? 6, yeah. Still two and a half hours before you got the boot. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the night before was just, that was luck that you that they didn't come. They yeah. must have been preoccupied because it wasn't like they just looked the other way. Yeah. But um, it's still very puzzling that we were able to get, get away with what we were able to get away with. And and then when, when we were done, I... I, I wrapped everything up and I I, uh, I took my gear to my car because I thought to myself, you know, we're not going to be back again. And and the last time in March, when you know when this all first started, I left my gear there, thinking, right. oh, we'll be back soon. And I was thinking to myself on Saturday, I'm not making that same mistake twice, man. I'm, and my car was like two and a half blocks away, and I have like two cabinets and and two bases. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I had the hand truck, and I was just like, I'm, I don't care. I'm, take, I'm taking this hand truck, and I'm wheeling all my stuff 
So my car, I'm not leaving it here. I'm not taking that. I, I don't want to, I, I want to have my gear. Um, and then I went, I had a bunch, there were a bunch of my friends who were in town uh, that from out of state that come see us and come see other bands on, on uh, Bourbon Street. And they had been hanging out there for a while and they, they were gone at that point. But I, I knew that they were going to be hanging out around. So I went to, to find them and they, they were at another club, Famous Door, uh, which was still open and the band was still playing. And there were cops standing right outside of that club, right outside. I, I walked up and I saw the cops like they were just kind of just leaning on their cars and, and, and bullshitting with each other. And I go up to the club, and the club's packed, and their band's playing. So, I, I, and they and they were open, like they were still going. Yeah, open, still going. No, no clue how. And famous doors, you walk in, the stage is right on the left, and there's a railing around it, right? Yeah, there's actually two doors. There's it, it's on the left if you go in the door on the corner. Yeah, I, that's the one you and I went in when I was down there. Right, right. Um, and then the bar is straight ahead of you when you walk in that door. The yeah. stage is on the left, and the bar is dead ahead. Right. And then there's another bar on the side, and it's it's one of the best clubs on Burma Street for bands. Right. Yeah. Um, and I hung out there for a while with them, and they called me up on stage to play. I played a, a song. I played bass, and then the keyboard player said, "Hey, you want to sing a song?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he said, "You want to do the Three Doors Down song?" So I sang. Kryptonite. Kryptonite again. Again. With, with, right, yeah. And uh, somebody took a, a bunch of pictures of it, so there's a bunch of pictures on my Facebook of that. Um, and I, I I didn't mention this to, before, but I was I was drinking. Uh, I was drinking at, at when we were playing. I was drinking. And one of my friends bought me a big shot. And then I, at Famous Tour, when I got up and played, they had shots of vodka on stage and Keyboard players like, hey, do a shot. I'm like, okay. So I was drinking Fireball at Crazy Corner and beer. And then I did a shot of vodka. And then got off stage and um, either they were done or, yeah, I think they were done. I don't remember what time it or was. Or did the cops shut them down? They didn't, no, they didn't get shut, shut down. There was no, like, event where that happened. Um, but then me and my friends and it was like you know seven or eight other people and we're like all right well, where are we gonna go and we all uh ended up going to this this bar i'm not gonna say the name of the bar because they were operating as kind of like a speakeasy because the bars were really not not allowed to be open at a certain time and they, they had to be a certain capacity and whatever so this bar we went to you had to you had to kind of know the guy that's that's running the place and know how to get in because it was like the back door. You had to go in through this back sure. door. So someone had the information. Yeah, which was locked. Facilitate that. Yeah. So we all went in there and we started drinking and, and uh, somebody was buying shots of uh, something called a car bomb, which I don't know. What oh, yeah, called. Irish car bombs. Yeah, yeah. Belly's Irish cream and some other stuff. So I did one or two of those and I'm drinking more beer and just talking to people and we're, you know, loud and they let you smoke in there too. So some people are smoking real like speakeasy kind of vibe, which was cool. Yeah. It's you know? very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. And then I, I, I was talking to this girl for a while, this girl I know. And, and then I, I kind of stood up and I was going to, to find the bathroom and I'm like, and it hit me. I was like, Oh boy. And, and 
I would like the room was spinning, and I was like, "Oh no!" And and I, I didn't even know where the bathroom was, and then somebody told me, and then I found, it, and then I came back out, and one of my friends is like, "Dude, you, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And you know when somebody says that, then the person is probably not all right. And right. I and I was like, I'm just I'm effed up, man. And he goes, uh, all right, I'll you know. I said I got I gotta go. And then uh, I go I, and I had been at this bar before, you know, many times. Uh, and then I go to where you would normally leave, and I go and I walk in, and there's I can't see, I don't even see a door. And then I find my friend. I'm like, dude, like, how do I get out of here? And he's like, he's looking around and he doesn't know either. And then he finds the owner and they had to bring me to the the special back door and unlock it. Let me out. (laughs) That's that's very convenient and safe. There's a fire. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's breaking all sorts of rules. And then he, he walks me to the door. He's like, do you know where your car is? I'm like, um, I think no. So. I think so, and that's that's a real challenge there in New Orleans because because anytime you go in there to park, you're parking somewhere different, and you know ninety nine percent of the time I remember where I park, but there's those times some sometimes when I've had a little too much to drink and I'm like, wait, where did I park? Did I park? Did, no, I parked there yesterday. Where did I park today? Oh, shit, I don't remember, but somehow. I, I was I just started walking and I'm sure I was stumbling and I ended up back on Bourbon Street while I was walking and I'm like you know obviously I'm not parked on Bourbon Street but I, I walked I'm just like walking down Bourbon Street and then somehow I managed to end up back in my car and I got in started it put the air on put the radio on and and, and tilted the seat back and went to sleep because there was no way I was driving right yeah no definitely not and uh, ended up like waking up once when some girl rapped on the window and she's like, I, I, I rolled down the window and she's like, you know, you can get arrested with your car running even if you're not driving. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And That's then, right, because the keys in the, in the ignition, you, you're in right. trouble. Yeah, I mean, my car, it has the push button thing, so there's no actual key in the ignition. But Yeah, but it's running, so you know what I mean? Yeah, but and then the next time I woke up, I look up and there was nobody around. There's no cars around. It was like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I, so I I slept for a good four or five hours in the car with the car <laughs> with, the, with the car running, and then uh, and then drove home. I was fine to drive home at that point, and drove home to my power being on. And that was the first night my power was on. Yeah. So another lucky event. I was lucky to have found my car. I was lucky to have decided not to have to drive because i considered it you know you know yeah, how no, that is when you're when you're, when you're that drunk you're like i could i could do it i could drive i can't walk but i can drive uh but but i did yeah it's much easier to just like you said kick the seat back and go to sleep yeah so that's what i did so that was my eventful weekend pretty cool wow what a what a whirlwind adventure that was indeed uh, but I was having a blast playing, and, and it really sucked that they cut us short on Halloween because I was, I was having a blast. I felt like I was in the zone playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was getting into it. I was like 
a lot of energy I had on stage, a lot of adrenaline. It was, it was, and the band sounded great. I was just really enjoying playing in a band again and playing bass. And again, the, another pain-free night. And as far as my arm, and uh, it, it kind of sucked that that they cut us. But you know, but I don't but interesting know. how then you go down the block and they don't. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I don't get it. So it, different the, different owners, right? No, same owner. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Super interesting. All right. So the last I heard that night was that the the manager guy wants to have us back the following week, which would be this coming week, four nights. And I thought to myself, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> and uh, that was confirmed to me today that we are not going to be playing this weekend. And... And there's no, no plan for when we're going to be back. So, I guess that was just a special occasion because it was Halloween, and yeah, maybe testing the waters too to see you know how far you can push it. Yeah, and I don't know for the life of me how the mayor of New Orleans has not flipped her lid, and uh, uh, because we were playing, I but I haven't seen anything in any news about any reaction from government officials. Um, so maybe they just turn the you know turn their head turn the other way for the weekend, you know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? You know. Uh, but like, I mean, COVID cases are on the rise. I guess now, most more than ever. Uh, in I think country. I heard a hundred thousand cases today in the United yeah, States. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Um, so it's a lot, man. It's two thousand per state. You know, depending on how big your state is. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like if, if anybody had COVID in that room, either of those nights that I would have gotten it. And I know there's an incubation period, whatever, but so far I feel fine. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. See what happens. Check in next week. Episode 114. Does Steve have COVID? <laughs> Survey says. Bang. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's just uh, good to feel like you're getting back to doing something normal again, you know? Yeah, and... Something that you miss, too, you know? Like you said, you're not, not playing for seven months, probably the longest you'd ever played in your life. Yeah. You know, ever not played, I mean. Yeah, yeah, close <clears throat> to it. Um, but, you know, now it's like, who knows... Well, now you're back in a holding pattern, and then, like you said, we see what happens uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, the, I mean, the next major kind of event around here would be New Year's, and New Year's is on a weekend this year. What about Thanksgiving? Year. Is the night before Thanksgiving big down there, too, or no? No, no, not as much as it is up there, no. Uh. No, because, I mean, it's not a bad night. It's It's generally pretty good, but it's not, like, the big, like, biggest party night of the year kind of thing like it is up there. Right, right. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do up here because, like you said, the, you know, there's really not a lot of places open. And now that it's winter, you know, it's getting cold, it's even more difficult because you can only have, you know, 25% capacity. Right. Is that, is, is, so is that uh, like level three or, or, or what's the terminology for it? Um, uh, uh, phase, I'm not phase sure. three. Yeah, it's, phase yeah, it's, three. It's, it's, it's the phase, you know, and then 
What's you know, so now with COVID on the uptick, you know, who knows what they're going to do. Yeah, because England just shut everything down for a month. They just, like, said, all right, we're going on complete lockdown for a month. Right. And this was a few days ago. So, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I definitely don't see that happening here, especially under this administration. But now, yesterday was election day, and and as of right now, we still do not have a determination of who is going to be the next president. But it's looking like Biden is going to win this. Um, and and it's definitely looking like Trump is going to contest it. Uh, but of course. I don't think that's going to get very far because uh, Biden's already winning the popular vote and he's, it looks like he's going to win the electoral vote. Um, but it, it, very surprising, and I don't want to talk too much about politics, but very surprising to see this this vote turn out at, at almost 50-50. And, I, I, you know, very yeah. sh- shocking to me that people are still voting for that creep. Um, but but it just shows that the country is very divided. You very know? divided, you yeah. 50 and 50, it, like you said, it's real close, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I think the thing that people overlook the most above all is, you know, like it's still we're all one country. And if people would just treat each other like human beings with some love and compassion, you know what I mean? Uh, it would solve a lot of the troubles that we're, we're seeing right now, you know? You would think. But that's what it is, man. You know, humanity is going to implode if they can't – if people can't get it together to where, you know, someone's looting. You, you know, you jump in with them looting. I mean I get it. You know, people do things for whatever reasons they do them for, but it's just not right. If people just do the right thing. You know, it would solve a lot of the a lot of the pain in this country right now. Well, the right thing to certain people is different than. Well, you know what I mean. The right thing being treat others like you want to be treated, right? Like sure, <clears throat> do the right thing. You know. Yeah. Don't hate love. You know. Agreed. Have some compassion for your neighbor and, and try to make things better for everybody. It sounds yeah. like you're wearing a a, a cowbell. Or, or some, like you're wearing a bell and it just keeps ringing. It, that it might be like ice in your glass or something. That's no, nothing. There's something. There's something. Nothing of the sort. There's something dinging. What is the dinging? I don't know. I don't hear it now. It's a great question, but I have no idea what you were hearing. There, I just heard it again. I don't know. I have no bells. I have no cowbells. Not by the drums. My drink is on the table. I don't know. Dad, I hear. Steve, maybe. Yeah, that's a drink. drink. That's yeah. a drink. But maybe the bells are ringing because I'm speaking the truth. Uh, maybe. maybe. You know, from, the, from, from beyond. Maybe. I, I'm just getting a, another text to you about uh, it's the band thread. Let's, let's read this just, just to. But. Nonetheless, like you said, it's great that you were able to play. You were able to get out, you know, able to do it. Yes, agreed. A stupid singer. She puts in the text, twenty Trump 2020. <laughs> Trump 2020, baby. Anyway. Um, so what else? But yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so now I'm back to uh, just no work, and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Uh, um, I, I, I kind of 
kind of lost a little uh, momentum with CBC from running out of from not having power. I just couldn't do anything, and and I've, I, I'm slowly getting back to it. I, my arm has been because I because the power was out. I missed uh, I missed a couple of uh, uh, physical therapy sessions because they didn't have power. Right. they didn't have power either, and I so I. I went a whole week without going and then I went back Monday. And so my arm is kind of, it's, it's, well, and you gave it a good workout for two nights in a row. Yeah. So it's been bothering me a little more. It's, I'm I'm having more trouble with extension. And I also, I went to the doctor and I have this thing called heterotopic ossification, which is, uh, basically bone developing in the, in tissue and like sort of like, calcifying in, in tissue and it's it's restricting my range of motion and and the 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 doctor thinks that if this doesn't improve with physical therapy that I might need to go have surgery again and have that removed and we won't be able to determine that till January um, but I, I I can feel it now I've like I, I can feel it really kind of limiting my extension and and it, it's almost like it's almost like it's 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 regressed my progress. Um, so I I went physical therapy this morning and I I asked her like you know is is a, a healing sometimes not linear and she said yeah absolutely so so that made me feel a little better but she she really worked it hard today and but I I need to k- keep working with these splints and and stretching this thing out. Um, and, and the, the consensus with the doctor and her is that they would prefer not to have to go in and, and do another surgery. Um, it would, it would kind of undo a lot of the progress I've made. And yeah, it would definitely put you a few steps back. Yeah. And, and not necessarily really improve all much of, of my issue anyway. Um, so it's kind of a wait and see next time I go, we're going to x-ray do another x-ray and see what it's where it's at. Um, um, so I have that to deal with too, which is, uh, it's challenging, man. It really is. Um, so I'm trying to try to, I like slowly getting back into, to do more CBC stuff. And, uh, I really kind of need to have a powwow with Chalik because I haven't had one in a while, and, and try to come up with some ideas and and uh, and get back on track with stuff. Yeah, now Chalik's all settled in his new home, his new career. Yeah, as far as I know. I yeah, to... he'll, he'll be ready for the powwow. Yeah, but I need to to really make this thing work and make money with it because uh, you know if I'm not going to be working. I need some something. I need some something. Yeah, so I wonder how long it'll be till, the, like you said, till the bars do have the bands again, legally or not. You know, like I wonder when the next time you get the call is it says, "Hey, we're playing." I yeah, I don't know. You know, but like you said, for the foreseeable, you know, to, through the end of this year, probably not, unless, like you said, for New Year's or you know, something like of that nature. Yeah, you know, but with COVID on the uptick, you know, uh, 
but we'll see. You know, they may introduce another stimulus package because a lot of people are hurting, man. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about, uh, last I heard was today, it was like uh, they hope to have something by the end of the year, which is, you know, it's two, almost two months away, the end yeah, of the year. You know, we need, we need help yesterday, you know, not, yeah. not, not the end of the year. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of get trying to get through day by day. I, I really, I, I did a little, uh, I put up a post uh, last week right before the hurricane, and I kind of asked in Cover Band Central Group, I asked, uh, you know, for those of you who were, working, who were used to working full-time as musicians, how are you doing? And I got a lot of responses to it, and I, some of, most of which I haven't read yet, but I, I, read, I read some of it as when I first put it up, and a lot of people are hurting. So I, 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 my plan for the reason I asked that was my plan is to write up a piece about it and just say, look, musicians are falling on desperate times. We need help. So I'm, I'm going to go back and review all those uh, uh, responses to that and, and do some sort of write up about it just to try to get it out there publicly a little bit more saying like, Hey, look, we're drowning over here. You got to throw us a life raft, man. You know, we're, we're all, you know, people are losing their, their, you know, the, their homes or, or, or on the verge of getting evicted. They're not, you know, they can't buy food for their families or, you know, whatever They're behind on their bills. Um, it's bad, man. So something's got to give, something's got to change. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I would say you're lucky cause you've been able to still work. Um, and, yeah, no, thankfully for sure. But I do have, I- I mean, we had downtime, you know, but we we were still busy doing busy work, just not physically out doing the construction, you know. Right. Are you now? Oh yeah. No, we're 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 out working. Okay. And is everybody like masks, social distancing? How is that working? Oh yeah, masks, social distancing, taking temperatures. You know, when guys come on the job in the morning, got to fill out all kinds of paperwork related to the job. You know, for COVID, with uh, you know. A questionnaire, more or less. You know, when the guys come, you got to fill out this piece of paper. Right. You know, and it's all legal stuff to cover yourself. You know, have you traveled? Have you had a fever? Have you been in touch with anyone who's had COVID? You know, I mean, right. I do the same thing when I go to the office. I went on a walkthrough today to look at a job down in South Jersey, and I had to do the same thing. When I got there, the guy was like, "You have to fill out this like twenty question thing, wow. sign it, date it, and then you can come into the premises." You know. So it's just, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's protecting themselves. And, you know, I got the mask on because you're in, you're out, and it says, you know, masks be worn in common areas. But I go into plenty of businesses, and once you're in the door there, no one has a mask on, you know? Really? Like what, yeah, kind, of, I, what, what, what kind of businesses? I have my mask on, you know? No, like sometimes you go into some office buildings, you know? And when you're in the common areas, you have a mask on. When you're in the actual office space, you know, a lot of people are not wearing masks, depending on the employer. You know, like where, when I, you know, my office is... If you're in your office, you don't have to have your mask on, obviously, you know. But if you go into someone else's office or into a conference room where you're out in the public area walking, you know, around, you have to have a mask on. Right. And if you're in the building, the office building itself, you have to have a mask on. As soon as you get out of your car in the parking garage, you know, when you go into the like the elevator lobby to go up, it says, you know, mask must be worn from this point forward. Right, right. You know, and then when you're in the building, everyone has a mask on. But it's, you know, it's, uh, 
And like you said, you know, if you're out anywhere, you have to have a mask. You know, as far as if you're at a food store or if you're in, uh, you know, any place, mall, you know, shopping center, you had everyone, everyone's masked up. Yeah, it's just hard, man, in, in the club scene for that to, to for that to happen. Because right? people, yeah, no, no, no doubt. Because people are drinking, right? So you can't constantly pulling your mask down. Yeah. So uh, so people just don't. Some people just don't even bother wearing a mask. And and your inhibitions, you know, tight, uh, lighten up when you're when you're drinking. And yeah, and yeah, you're not you're, as diligent. You're not, you know, not as washing fearful. your hands. You're touching your face, right? You're just not whatever, you know. But that's, you know, unfortunately, you know, once it comes back rampant like that, and unless you start being diligent. It's it's going to keep going. Yeah, but I could see I I see the other side like because I went out I was out in public for the most part. Um, for, for this weekend I wasn't wearing a mask and I was among, you know, uh, crowds of people and, you know, I feel fine and and you know, I I, I would imagine that I'm probably not going to end up COVID positive and and I could see other people in that same boat and thinking like, well, you know, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to get sick. I'll be fine. No matter what I do. And I'm not saying I'm going to be like that. Cause I, you know, I'm responsible. I go out and in, in the places where I'm supposed to wear a mask. I do. Um, and, and I, and I don't really go out other than that, like supermarket and physical therapy. That's pretty much it. Listen, uh, it's you're rolling the dice, you know, you are know rolling. Pl- the dice. I, yeah. I know plenty of people who, you know, who, who got, who had COVID. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't die from it, thankfully. I mean, some did. I know people that died from it, but the ones that didn't said it was not pleasant, you know. It was brutal, and they have residual effects from it. Right. You know, like health effects or, you know, damage to their organs or, or things that just, you know, uh, you know, are not the same as they were before they had it. So it's it's, you know, it affects everybody differently. Right. But I, like I said, I, you know, and if you're at, you know, everyone gets it different. Right. Like I had one buddy of mine got it and had got the cough, you know, couldn't even talk without coughing, you know, and he got it right in the beginning, you know, when COVID was around. Right. Another buddy of mine had it and he just had a high fever and an unbearable headache. No breathing issues, no coughing, no nothing. Just a pounding headache and a fever. What about the taste thing? Did he lose his taste, sense of taste? Um, smell. Yeah, that. Yeah, they both did. Okay, because that that's a thing. Like it, it came back, but right. You know, I, don't, I don't know to what extent. But yeah, it just you know, weird stuff, you know. And and everyone it, it affects everyone differently. But they they luckily they have found out a lot of, about it now, you know. And they, they it clots your blood, you know. And you don't want to go on the vent, and they want to use you know blood thinners and oxygen. So they have better ways of battling it now, you know, because they understand a little bit better. Right. Eight months later, right. but it's still still here, you know. Right. And maybe it's not as vicious as it was, or it's not affecting everyone as viciously as it was. But I mean, you know, when it starts coming back, like same thing, you know, the nursing homes get it, and uh, like I said, there's a hundred thousand new cases today in the United States. So that's that's yeah. a big spike, you know. That, that's definitely on the uptick. Yeah. I was just on a Zoom call before this, and uh, and I do this. I, I talked about it before, but I do this Zoom call every Wednesday with band leaders. And, oh yeah, uh, you know, major band leaders. Like these are people that that do national, 
act things and and stuff like that. And they they uh, the guy who runs it uh, has a guest on just about every week, like a guest speaker. And this woman was, uh, uh, I I didn't really get the gist of it, uh, of what she what she runs uh, like specifically, but she was talking about the 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 events that she has that she plans for. She said that they're looking at the first quarter of 2022. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Indeed. It's like, cause the, so that like, means all, all of next, well, you got to figure people plan a year ahead, right? So if they're all pushed out, you know, that's a, a year from next year. Yeah. So, so the responsible, you know, professionals out there that are, that are running bands or, or doing stuff are, are really looking way, way down the road for this. You know, the, the, the idiots like Bourbon Street, and, you know, they, they, they don't, uh, they don't have any sort of plan, but. Right. But so they're, they're making their plan based on the fact that they may be out of work for a year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those people on that call are, are very responsible. They're like, you know, the band leaders, they know they're, they're, they're responsible for other people in the band. Um, and yeah, it's a real, real deal and, to business, but they talk about like some, some events that like weddings, they, you know, a lot of them do weddings and some of them state right, right off the bat, like, no, you can't wear masks or, or, you know, you, like, cause they want, they, cause they're not afraid of it. And, and so they have people in the, in the, the crowd or, or attendees are not wearing masks and they don't want the band wearing masks and they'll, they will refuse gigs. Right. Based on if you're not comfortable doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, they're really bearing down on, on protecting themselves and, and other band members. So, um, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting that, the divide, you know, it, it's kind of the same as the political landscape. The, the divide with this this COVID thing, how people are are uh, are reacting to it and, and behaving as a result of it. Um, it's kind of silly in a way, dude. You know, like it's very silly. You know, if you're wearing a mask to protect yourself, then wear it. If you don't want to wear it, then then don't. You know, right. But you're going to be restricted in what you can do, and it's not going to help the greater good of the cause of trying to get rid of it. You know. But if you wear a mask, then so be it. If you don't, you know, like no one's going to, you know, I, I think it's not a political statement, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's you know, not. It, it, it's a scientific thing where you're trying to provide your health. And especially if you, you know, listen, we all have different tolerance for stuff. Like you said, like, oh, I don't care if I get it, you know. But like Karen cares for her elderly parents, you know, that are in their 90s. If they get it, they're definitely going to pass away from it. You know, they're not going to be able to survive it. They're old and frail. Right. So you're interacting with them, you know, several times a week. Right. So you got to be diligent that, you know, you don't bring something over there. I don't bring something home, you know, that she then carries over there, you know, or the kids bring with them, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's just being conscious of, you know, doing what you can to to, st- to try to stop the spread. Cool. Yeah. You know? I mean, we just really kind of need good leadership from the top and we haven't had it and hopefully we're going to have it and, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's personal responsibility too. You know, like sure. if people don't believe it. Okay, but then it gets back to what I said earlier. Like then you don't respect your your neighbor. You know, you don't respect the other person that you know 
You're not wearing a mask, you know, to make a statement. You're doing it because you know you're as as a courtesy, you know. Yeah, but some people just don't care. And no, but in Asian culture, you know, you, you see people wearing masks way before COVID. You know what I mean? Sure. And 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 it's oh, it's pollution. It's not, and it's not. It was a sign of respect that if you're sick, you put that mask on so you don't get anyone else sick. Right. Yeah. So Michael Jackson was way ahead of his time. Oh yeah. He wore a mask. He wore gloves. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Way well, out of the curve. He well, was not a super spreader. Yeah. Right. Well, who knows where this will take us? And uh, uh, my goodness, it's a crazy world we live in, my friend. But it certainly is. But you got to enjoy playing music this past weekend, and that is a phenomenal thing. Yes, it is. Um, and uh, we are still on track. I mean, even though I'm not doing all that much, people are still active on Cover Band Central all the time. Um, people are signing up there, and uh, you, my dear listener, are free to go sign up, and it is free. Sign up on, uh, for an account for you, your band, or both, um, and join some groups. There's groups on there, and there's a ton of stuff you can do um, to have fun on there. Uh, read some of the past articles or make some friends. Uh, post your stuff. Um, it's all there. Coverbandcentral.com. Go ahead and do that. And uh, be safe. Be cool. No matter who wins this election, be, if you're in the United States, um, just accept it and be cool to each other. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.